Hello, Internet World. Thank you for tuning in to On the Shelf, a podcast by Raleigh, North Carolina's Quail Ridge Books Teen Advisory Board. Hi, everyone. We're back with another episode of On the Shelf. Um, We're doing our Secret Santa, which we've talked about for a lot of weeks now, so a lot of buildup, so hopefully it delivers. Um, Before we get started, I wanted to issue a formal apology aside from what I wrote on the show notes from last week's episode, because if you listen to the episode um, right when it was first published, you might have noticed that it was the unedited version, which accidentally got posted for three hours before I took it down. So there's a longer apology for that on the show notes page. But yes, just wanted to throw that out there. Very sorry. This is what happens when you don't check things enough and when it's too close to winter break. Please forgive us. And <laughs> by us, I mean me mainly because it was it was my fault. But other than that, um, yeah, we're really excited about this episode today. Um, I think most of us, from what I've heard, a lot of us really like their Secret Santa books. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, um, I figured since, I, um, since I'm the one that set it up and I will not be doing like the guessing question, I could um, offer it up to the group. But yeah, I'll let any of you take it away that want to. So... I am pretty much 100% positive that I know who gave me mine, mainly because when I was listening through to the episode last time, um, the one person here started talking very highly about the book that was given to me. So I would assume that Prithvi gave me my book. Is that correct, Prithvi? Yeah, it is. Yay. I was hoping you weren't going to listen to that episode really clearly. But <laughs> okay. <you did. laughs> so. yeah. Um. Yeah, so he gave me a book by Brandon Sanderson called Skyward. Um, so I can go. Uh, so I, I was between two people who I thought maybe got my gave me a book, but I'm going to guess Caitlin because it's a graphic novel, and I know that she likes graphic novels, and also because of the note. But I'm not positive. It could also be Hanora. Oh wait, do we do we reveal? I think so. Yeah. Honora? <laughs> oh yeah it, it, it was me <laughs> okay I didn't know because I know that both of you liked like graphic novels and I was like it's one of them I don't know which <laughs> one that's true I almost did get um my person a graphic novel and I was like oh I wonder I wonder if anyone else got one but um, um I read on a sunbeam so <laughs> really Ooh. um so I I got so I, I'm pretty sure like once I picked it up um, I am pretty confident that it's Jada. I got Wilder Girls. Um, I think she's talked pretty highly about this one. Um, so when I grabbed it, I was like, wait, I think this is Jada, but I'm not sure yet. So I'm going to start reading and maybe I'm right about that. Uh, yes, that was me. (laughs) It was me. Yeah. I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure. And there's such a sweet note on it too. Thank you, Jada. I was like, of course. Yeah. And I'm sorry that it wasn't wrapped because, like, I just felt like, oh, I can just do the sticky note. But I saw everyone else's books when I picked mine up, and everyone was, like, wrapped. I was like, oh, gosh, I feel bad now. But I'm sorry, Caitlin. I just, like, put oh, the sticky no. note on it and gave it. But Don't, no worries at all. I tried to wrap my book, and it was the worst wrapping I've ever done. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> but thank you. I love it. You're I welcome. loved it so far. That's good. 
Okay, but for me, I feel like I'm in between two people. Um, I either think it was Taylor or Caroline. And I say Taylor because the book is like a historical fiction. It's set in the 1800s. And I know Taylor loves that setting and those genres. And I also say both Caroline because it was fantasy. And I know that Taylor also does read fantasy as well. So that's why I said either Caroline or uh, Taylor. So it was me. Uh, um, I figured. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was. I was scared that you would figure it out because that author I've talked about a bunch, but mm -hmm. I hope maybe you wouldn't look at the author and would just like <laughs> not. Yeah, but yeah, it's me. Okay. Okay, so I'll go ahead. I got the ocean at the end of the lane, and I'm pretty sure it was Caroline. Based off the note, it sounded a lot like her. And Yay. Um, okay, so I know, Honora, you already know, but you should probably still reveal who gave Oh, yeah. Um, I had Caitlin, and yeah, so, and Caitlin and I actually went shopping together for our books because I don't have a driver's license and I couldn't get there. So the entire time we were there, she was kind of like, what do you think of this book? Do you think this person would like this book? Because she wasn't sure if I knew yet but yeah so yes and I got um Finley Donovan is killing it um and it was it was really good that's fun we all like were really close to uh, we either guessed them or we got really close I feel like I feel like that speaks highly of like how well we know each other's book styles which is that's nice oh yes and Jada wrote in the chat she got Muse by Brittany Cavallero which is the one for me but yes, so um, the next question that we've got going on today is now that we know actually who's like, you know, who gave everyone what, um, I figured it would be nice if we could all give sort of a quick plot description or like a premise description so that people know what's going on in the book that we had before we start talking about how we liked it. And I can start. <laughs> So I got Skyward by Brandon Sanderson, as I said, and it was over 500 pages long. So did not, was not able to finish it in the time. So can't tell you the ending, but um, the premise is basically a science fiction um, slash kind of fantasy, I would say. Um, and it's about this girl who is living sort of in this new society where they're still on earth, but um, they are, or I think they're still on earth. But um, she and everyone else on her planet and in her society are being attacked by this sort of alien-ish type creature named the Krell. Um, and Earth has kind of changed. The scape of Earth has sort of changed. They kind of live in caves closer to the sky. Um, and basically the most important job that you can have is being a pilot because that's how they fight the enemy that's attacking them. And her dad is this pilot um, that was supposedly this great coward that fled during one of the most important battles. And so she's lived with this shadow over her head for her entire life, but she really, really wants to be a pilot. So she takes the test and she makes it into flight school, but now she's sort of having to defend her father's honor. And also she's in school learning all this stuff along with her other um, like flight mates. And then um, at the same time, we've got this subplot where she, discovers sort of an abandoned starship from a long time ago that might hold secrets to how to um, 
to defeat the crow. So that's kind of the premise. Um, yeah, it's really interesting so far, but yeah. I guess I will go next um, and I'll keep it a little bit briefer because I know I talked about it last week or whatever, the episode I hosted, um, whenever that was. Um, but yeah, so it's basically what's about Finley Donovan um, and she is going through um, like a divorce. She's the mother of two very young kids and she's like a mystery writer. Um, and her husband is like this really well-off guy um, who owns like a sod farm of all things, but he, <laughs> which it ends up being very important, but um, where basically he just grows different types of grass that like get brought to places um but yeah and basically they got a divorce because he was cheating on Finley with their real estate agent and he's engaged to the real estate agent um when the story starts so you know there's lots of um there's lots of tension between all of these people and um basically Finley's her last book didn't do that well and she's trying to like she's trying to get her new one to make some more money because her ex-husband owns the house she's living in and so she has to pay rent to him as well as trying to pay all of her bills and it's like yeah and his like lawyer for the custody agreement is one of his best friends and it's lots of layers of of stuff going on and he you know he fired their babysitter pretty much out of the blue and the babysitter was only working for Finley um and basically so she goes to like a Panera and she's talking to her agent about like how she wants her new novel to go and she's kind of going through all of the like the mystery murder elements of it and um this lady nearby is gets the impression that Finley is like a hitman like a murderer for hire and asks her to um kill her husband pretty much he's like my husband's a bad dude, kill him. And she, originally she decides not to, but just like, yeah. And just like, she goes out to this bar and pretends to be someone else to like, try to see why he's such a bad guy. And it ends up um, creating this like big cycle of events that's starting from like an accidental death to like being tied in with Russian mob people. And um it is completely like it is really insane but it was really thoroughly enjoyable um especially as someone who's trying to get more into like mystery and more like and more books that as kind of nonsensical as part of it is like grounded in reality <laughs> to a degree but um it was really enjoyable I thought like all the characters were fleshed out and I did yeah and I finished it like 10 minutes before I hopped on to here and the ending ending is kind of insane and there's gonna be a sequel and I'm very excited to read it to see how like the last big reveal unfolds but yeah I'm so glad you liked it that's so cool I didn't know it was that intense holy cow <laughs> um that's cool though um I um I was so excited when I um saw that mine was uh, Wilder Girls because um, uh, I heard Jada talk so highly about it. Um, and then when she gave it to me, I was like, oh, wait, that's so awesome. 
uh, I finally get to like know, like see what it's all about. And it's been really cool to read. It's not something I would normally read, but um, it's been very hard to put down. Uh, but it's about these girls that live um, on a little island off the coast of Maine, and they attend, um, I believe it's Raxter Boarding School. Um, and they have been staying there um, kind of on like quarantine since this virus came out called the Tox. So nobody can leave um, because they want to make sure that it's contained there, that they don't bring anything back um, to like the mainland, to the States. Um, but they are like trying to learn how to live, like how to survive with all of them there because a bunch of their classmates are getting really sick. Um, like some of them are dying and they don't have enough food and rations to go around. Um, but I haven't gone as far into it as I want to, but I can't wait to read a little bit more of it um, because I've been really enjoying it. Um, I've just gotten to a part, um, there's three like main best friends in the book that spend a lot of time together. Um, and one of them just got assigned to the boat shift, which essentially means that she's one of only three girls at the school who is allowed to go beyond the gate that protects their school from uh, like wildlife and any outside danger to go and get rations at the coast. Um, and she's learning about why it's so dangerous and why there's not enough food to go around and stuff like that. Um, so it's definitely picking up in intensity. It's been it's been pretty intense, but it's keeping me on my toes. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Okay, so my book was The Ocean at the End of the Lane. And basically it starts off about this middle-aged man who comes back to his hometown after a long time for a funeral. And then he finds himself driving to this house at the end of the lane on the road in his hometown. And he comes across this duck pond or the ocean as it's referred to in the book. And he starts to remember memories from when he was like seven years old and his parents were like losing money. So they were on hard times. So they rented out his bedroom. And then that set off a whole series of events of where this person who came to live in their house winds up dead in the car at the end of the lane. So he goes down to the car at the end of the lane and meets this girl named Letty at the house at the end of the lane. So I keep referring to. And basically Letty's part of a family of three women, three generations who are pretty mysterious and have these powers. And the narrator doesn't really know what's going on with them, but he knows he can trust them. So basically all sorts of events unfold. And then there's this monster or creature, I'm not really sure what to call it, that basically rents out his house, the room, his bedroom, and lives with them and like starts to infiltrate the family and take them over. And basically he works with Letty to basically get rid of the monster and save himself. So it's pretty cool. It's quite a trippy book. I had to read it like, I read it way too young the first time and then recently reread it and I was like, why did I read it at like sixth grade? That was dumb of me. Anyways, um, I got On a Sunbeam by Tilly Walden and it is also over 500 pages, but it's a graphic novel, so I could actually finish it before this, which, thank you, Honora. Um, and so it's about, it's like sci-fi, um, and it's about this girl who works with this, like, 
group of people who are trying to fix like memorials or like places in the um, like greater solar system uh, to like get them ready to be renovated into something more modern, industrial, I don't know. They're just like fixing places. Um, and it's kind of a dual timeline where, I don't know if it's necessarily flashbacks or just like to explain the story. Um, it's the same girl and she is like in a boarding school and like it's her first like it's kind of a love story the like the older timeline because she's falling in love with this girl who also goes to the boarding school and so they interconnect they in they connect like the two stories what's the word I don't know they come together to show like them trying to find the girl that she fell in love with all these years ago at a boarding school and it's like so wholesome it's so good the art style it was really good I enjoyed it okay so mine um was Muse by Brittany Cavallero this is from Taylor and is a historical fiction um but basically it is set in the year 1893 where like America is beginning to form and everything like that because they at the beginning they mentioned um George Washington but here nor there um they're in like this colony or like town I guess you could call it called St. Cloud and there's like a bunch of like generals and like a lot of men in charge, but there's this one family. Um, her name is Claire Emerson and her dad is like a really smart inventor. And he pretty much invents this gun, I believe it is, or some type of like weapon that they're gonna use against like their enemies. But um, her dad goes to show it at a fair and the weapon fails. Um, and they tend to think that the weapon failed because the daughter Claire didn't bless it and the thing is they she has a power she has like powers that like she will bless something and say I bless this so that it can be successful and normally it will work out or something will pan out something will be prosperous or it will come to be so that day she didn't bless the gun so it didn't um work at the fair so her dad I believe goes into hiding and then she pretty much gets kidnapped by this I'm, and I'm sorry I'm looking at the synopsis I'm trying to think of his name um let me skip down a governor she gets pretty much kidnapped by this governor named Remy Deschamps Deschamps I don't know and she has to live with him um um but she lives with the governor Remy to pretty much be his muse and so that she can make him successful and he's pretty much gonna like use her as like a muse slash a weapon for um their enemies and just his success but she hates she's I feel like she's a feminist and I've like read certain lines that gave me like feminist but I think I believe she's a feminist so like she hates to be somewhere someone's muse however and Taylor knew this because there's a hint of romance I feel it coming but she I think their feelings towards each other start to change from like hating each other, her being pretty much held captive to actually forming feelings and working and coexisting together. And this one, I did not get to read. It was only 300, like 20 something pages, which I'm halfway through it, but I really enjoy it. And I definitely want to finish it. And I hope that was a good enough synopsis. I'm really bad at explaining stuff sometimes.
I hesitantly think everyone went, right? Yes, okay, yay. <clears throat> yeah, okay, so, okay, not all of these books seem so interesting. I've written all of them down on my to-be-read list, but so now that the people listening actually have a good idea of what's going on, um, our next question is, and now the internet's not working, so that's just a blast. So, um, okay, here we go. Here's the next question. Okay, so this is just kind of like, did it sort of broaden your horizons or did it sort of fit into your comfort zone as a genre? Because um, I know like when Honora gave us the chat um, or gave, sent out the Google form, you know, there was, they asked for like, what's your favorite genre, but then also what's one you want to read more of. So I was curious, did this sort of fit into what you want to read more of or what you wanted to, um, what you already read a lot of? Um, I think, it definitely broadened my horizons, which I loved, because um, I haven't read a book, um, like, I've heard a lot of people relating Wilder Girls to, like, um, Lord of the Flies, which I never read in school, um, or, like, um, like certain kinds of books that have, like, more in, it was more intense than stuff I normally read, but it was kind of refreshing in a way, because um, the connection between um, like the three close friends, um, like Byatt and um, Reese and Hetty at the beginning and like seeing how they're like trying to navigate like relationships and um, uh, like the world that they're living in. And like, they have to have conflict with each other to survive in some of it. Cause they're like fighting over meals and things like that. But at the end of the day, they're still like close with each other. Um, and I really, really liked that. Um, like, even though, it was more intense than things I would normally read. It was really cool to see like what was gonna happen to them, like what they were capable of and things like that. Um, so I wanna, I'm so excited. I wanna be able to read um, more. I might honestly go grab my own copy because I was like, wait, I gotta find out what happens to these girls because they are super, super tough characters, which is really fun to read. Um, so, but yeah, I don't, I think it broadened my horizons, but in a way that I really liked. For me, it 100% like was outside my comfort zone, broadened my horizons. I, for one, never read graphic novels. I don't know why. It's just not a genre I'm drawn to. Um, and I'm also not a huge sci-fi person, which is like, you would think with how much fantasy I read and the fact that I'm like the biggest Star Wars nerd and whatnot, um, that I would be more into sci-fi, but for whatever reason, I don't like go to it. I think it's just like the world building. I'm just kind of like, mm, like it's planets, fantastic. Um, but I really enjoyed it, and it was really cool because like I never read anything that's super like techie sci-fi, but like this like worked. Maybe it was because it was illustrated and because like I could see the world that it was actually painting. So it was good though. So. I did just want to say something about Anna Sunbeam because it is one of my like personal favorite books. Um, Tilly Walden's like extremely talented because she writes and draws everything that she does. And it's like absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, anyways, I do recommend it. Even like, even if with, as Caroline said, she's not like super into reading sci-fi. If you can like see it happening in front of you, you just like, you get more into it. And also it's just, it's so pretty. 
like the colors and just like all of the art but um okay I know and also since I'm already talking um I'll just I'll just go um but yeah so I I really like mystery and I like sitting down and reading mystery but I at the same time I don't generally like going out and buying it for myself because I want to know it's going to be like a good one and I want to know like it'll be worth my time to read and not just like fall flat in some aspects or like be disappointing like I want to make sure it's a good one but the only way to make sure it's a good one is to read it um but I I really really liked it because and and a lot of it, it was because like the main character was written as a real person that was just trying to get her life together that was thrown into all of these really weird situations and um and it was like a really good mystery even though while I was reading it um and I would like tell my friends whatever was happening in it and they were like this is completely nonsensical like how does any of this make sense but at the same time like while you're reading it, it's just so enjoyable that you're like, I, I really want to know what happens next. But at the same time, I'm a bit like, I'm a bit nervous to see what happens next. Um, and when you think you know, like, exactly what is going on, something will happen that will make you reevaluate everything, um, everything that you know so far, and it will make even more sense, which doesn't like you would think that wouldn't be possible but it makes even more sense built on top of like the new um the new information and it was building up this one like really strong narrative for someone being like um the real killer or whatever and then um you learned that it was actually someone else and it was kind of like everything you thought you knew wasn't true um and it was just like oh okay well it's like yeah it was like leading you one way and then just took like a sharp turn but yeah it was this is you know it was a really good mystery book so I was into it um I was super it was very outside of my comfort zone but in a really really good way um because I think what turns me off about sci-fi is that um sorry yawn um, is that I think, yeah, the world building. And then I guess I think a lot of like very heavy science, um, and like terminology. And I mean, I like science, but I wouldn't call myself a science person. Like I do this podcast cause I like books and reading and humanities and creative writing. And so it just sort of scares me a little bit, but then this one did not because she, the main character was like learning at a school, you know, she went away to school to learn how to be a pilot in the sci-fi world. And I feel like that is a thing, like going away to some sort of magic school to me, seems very fantasy. Um, and that felt, made me feel comfortable. And like her being in a classroom setting with other pilots and learning all of these cool, crazy things, like that to me felt like something that would happen in fantasy. So that blend made it feel really comfortable for me. Um, in a really cool way. So yeah, I really, really like it. Um, I think it's kind of unique in sci-fi. And I, I looked it up on Wikipedia and Brandon Sanderson, the author, um, he grew up reading majority like fantasy, but then majored in biochemistry. So I think um, I, I think that's kind of the, the sort of dichotomy there is that he's got this fantasy background where it makes sense that he has some of those elements, but then he's also got the knowledge and the expertise for the science. So I think the combination really appealed to me. 
So Muse um, absolutely broadened my horizons because I, I do like fantasy, but I just never read it. I don't think I've read a fantasy book since like, since I started reading the Lunar Chronicles, I think like the second book in that series and that it's been like a year or so with that. So I haven't read fantasy in a long time. And I've actually, I don't think I've ever read a historical fiction book before. Um, I'm trying to think like, I, I, I don't think I have anything, I guess anything other than school technically I haven't like for leisure like I've read like Jane Eyre like all the classics but like for leisure no I've never done any, anything like that so and of course this was for the good um I absolutely love the book and I feel like I would read more historical fiction now that I've started reading this one fantasy definitely want to just read more of I just need to just get out of like my myself and just like gravitate towards fantasy. But I'm, I'm glad that I was exposed to more fantasy and historical fiction, but I love it. Um, I will interject for one second here. It is, it is kind of historical fiction. I will say it's technically called alternative history because it's one of those ones where it's historical fiction, but like plays up on the fiction because um, uh, you didn't mention this, but like the way the U.S. is constructed is different than it actually was at the time. There's like, it's weird. There's like the French have more of an influence and like the colonies are set up differently. But yeah, that's, yeah, basically historical fiction, but just wanted to interject that little note. Okay, so my book definitely did broaden what I've been reading. It like reminded me of something I read like I used to read in the past because it's nothing like all the fantasy books I read these days or even like the realistic fiction ones especially because this is like magical realism so it's a combination of both and what I liked about it is that it reminded me of books like Tuck Everlasting or Howl's Moving Castle in a way so it was pretty cool and it was mystery and not like the not like a traditional mystery aspect in like solving a murder and clues and stuff but it was like a mystery in you don't know what's going on and like everyone in this is super mysterious and spooky so that was something I really liked about it because you didn't really know everything and you were figuring it out as you went along like what's going on what are all these hints that are everywhere cool okay so Next question, which I feel like we can combine the next two into one because they're basically just opposites of each other. So basically it's what's sort of one element of the characters or plot that you liked and then what's one that you didn't like as much. But also like be kind because you know, these are people, you know, these are books that people here might love. So, you know, don't trash the book because that might make people sad. I've already kind of touched on this, but like my favorite part of this book was the art style. <laughs> like I got this book, I like flipped through because it's a graphic novel. So I was just kind of like, what is this art style? And I was just like, I was in the middle of reading a book and like when I got it and I just kept on staring at like on a sunbeam, like I want to read you. <laughs> like it was super engaging. I just wanted to read it. And like the characters relationships are really good. Like the banter that's in this book is just like top notch. Um, it's really a good like character growth and like looking into uh, what sort like relationships and relationship dynamics and like 
just people growing it feels like it's a sci-fi it's very much like this is very like imaginative and very like but it also is very like real like the characters just feel real um my least favorite thing as much as I love the characters and like how they interact I feel like it is a graphic novel so it's a very different format and it's I feel like it's more difficult to like uh what's the word like build a character I guess like like give characters lots of substance because you're just seeing what they're saying and not necessarily like what they're thinking or what they're feeling which I don't read graphic novels that often I don't know if that's just like a thing of the genre um but like that's my one thing because the rest of it I just adored um so I had a ton of things that I loved about this and very few that I didn't like so far um and definitely the the pros well outweigh the cons but um the characters I really thought were cool I thought that they were super unique like for example when she goes there's this so there's kind of this class dynamic in the story where there's the the daughters and sons of the famous pilots who won the most who can uh, fight fought in sort of the most respectable and most um recent battle which was or most famous battle which was called the battle of Alta and the ones who did that, like they're sort of legacies, which means that they can sort of sort of get into flight school without having to take the test. So there's this class distinction and there's this one character who is one of those people and he's sort of their flight commander. And she really, the main character really cannot stand him because he's just very entitled, but he's got these couple of friends who sort of in, are in the same boat as him class-wise and they're sort of his best friends and think like Crab and Goyle to Malfoy kind of thing. But then he sort of, the author sort of twists that on his head because when you get to know his friends, like one of them, Ned, when you start getting to know him, he's actually like, he purposely acts dumb. Like he thinks it's funny to act like this guy's lackey and like he's really dumb, but he's actually very intelligent. So she realizes that it's kind of all of an, all an act and you don't really know why yet. I'm sure I'll figure it out. But I just thought that was really cool because that definitely changes the genre like usually you think of um or changes sort of common character dynamics like you definitely think of the bad guy as having like his bodyguards or whatever and them just sort of being you know maybe not the most intelligent or the most of substance but then the author kind of twists that which I think that's really cool um another really cool character is their instructor his name's like instructor Cobb I think and he's sort of your characteristic like mean instructor you know who on the first day is like look to the right of you look to the left of you one of you will go home like that kind of thing um and I just love that I think it's really funny all of his one-liners are hilarious and he but you know at heart he's actually a very nice guy who cares a lot about the people around him um and I just love anything that's set in like a magical kind of school I just love that so much um but I will say the only thing that I do not like. So the main character, she's supposed to be, she kind of puts up like a wall and acts super, super brave to combat the fact that her dad was supposedly a coward. And so she like very over the top um, will say things like, I shall crush my enemies. And like, 
she does it to she thinks it's like she does it half like as a funny thing because she knows it's you know really weird to people like she does it to be shocking um which I think is cool but also at the same time it read a little bit um over the top to me and I know that was kind of the point but it didn't really play super well for me I didn't love it a ton but um the only and then the only other thing that kind of got on my nerves character wise is that when she got into flight school um so she left home she's away from her parents and I feel like that was super glossed over like there was like one page where she's like okay leaving my parents now and has not talked about that since then and I'm just kind of like okay maybe in reality she'd probably care a little bit more um but other than that I don't know I think the characters are super fleshed out um there's al already little seeds of mystery being planted um I'm super curious about what's going to happen next yeah it's, it's really really good Okay, so for mine, I kind of have like two things I like about it and one that I don't. Um, but the first one being that like I do because this is, I don't want to say, what did you say was called Taylor again? Alternative? Alternative history. Thank you. Because this is, this is a alternative history book. Uh, they do include um, monumental people from history. Like at the beginning, they mentioned George Washington. They're, they've mentioned America, the colonies, how it was set up, but of course it's different from what it actually is, like Taylor said. And they've also mentioned Nikola um, Tesla. Um, he is, I don't want to say like a main character, but he's kind of like a recurrent, important side character. Um, so I do like how they have historical figures in the book, but I also like how they have different plots going as in, in addition to like just the original plot of her being the muse of um, the governor. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, but then the one thing I don't like sometimes, at times it can be confusing. Um, like I would have to like kind of go back to like what the summary of the book was to see if that's if that was like what I was reading or like tried to align with it. But other than that, honestly, I love the book so far. Um, but just as sometimes it can kind of be confusing, just like a tad bit repetitive, um, just like a tad. But other than that, I really like the book. Okay, so I'll go now. Hope I'm not interrupting anyone. So my book overall, it was actually really good. I wasn't really expecting it to be this good because it's not typically the genre I read these days. But I really liked the setting, first of all, the countryside in England, because like I, as I said before, it's way outside my comfort zone. So that was one thing that I really liked. And then I also liked how introspective the book was in general. That was probably the best part. Like the way the author writes his prose, it's very lyrical. And some of the quotes that I noted down that were really good, like one of them was, grownups don't look like grownups on the inside either. So that was just one example. And there was another one that talked where the author, the narrator was talking about myths. So he was like, I like myths. They weren't adult stories and they weren't children's stories either. They were better than that. So those few lines like just were pretty deep, which I wasn't expecting. So I really liked that about the book. And there wasn't much I didn't like about it, but just one thing like Caroline said, how trippy it was. So while that did play into the whole mystery vibe, it was a little bit confusing at certain times like how they suddenly cross through a forest and the sky is orange so yeah other than that it was actually really good so okay um i will go um yeah i've said a lot about things that i really enjoyed about it um yeah i don't know i feel like 
um finley was very fleshed out like she um like it was a very well-built character that you could really understand um sorry you can (laughs) ah you could just like you could very understand where she was coming from and you could sense like all of her frustration about what was going on with like her husband and his new fiance and like um like with her agent and everything that was going on in her work life and her personal life and how it was just like all kind of terrible all the time and when she kind of got the opportunity to um possibly get some money because original um I think it was the guy that she was originally supposed to kill um his wife said that she would give her fifty thousand dollars and like the fifty thousand dollars would be able for her to like pay all of her outstanding bills to her husband and help her be able to get like a good lawyer for her upcoming custody battle um with her husband so it was like and she was really did not want to like be a murderer because you know I don't think that's something people really want to do um but it was really like I don't have a lot of options and um and it was just like very interesting story-wise of just her trying to still be a good person even though she was under the impression that she had done this terrible thing and um and just like trying to not be caught at the center of all of it um I don't know but yeah it was very very interesting um one of the things I don't know I I liked the majority of it there was one part where I was just like confused by it so there had been kind of like a major ish antagonist who would either who'd mainly just been mentioned a lot throughout the story but um and I think I might have just like skipped the page but like very suddenly died like I or something and I was reading it and they were talking about like how they found his body with the other ones and I was very like I don't remember him dying and now they're very like I don't know I was confused that it was like a pretty impactful character had just been like very suddenly killed but um other than that I did really enjoy it um I do rec I do recommend it as I've said before but um yeah that was really the only thing that I was just like oh this one character and when I looked back I saw I saw where I'd missed it but it was like a page or like a couple paragraphs where they had just talked about it and I would think that it would be like a bit more drawn out in the overall scene of like what was going on but um but still it's it was um it was very enjoyable but yeah I don't know was I the last person to go or someone I don't know Caitlin I think yes Sorry, I almost forgot. Um, uh, yeah, I um, I really, really liked a lot of the parts of like um, about the character and the plot. I think like I think the hardest part for me was getting into it first, like understanding what the tone of it would be. But then once they introduced it pretty quick, so then I was like, okay, like I know what um, like what the kind of tone is, like what's like the seriousness of what's going on. Um, with the girls at the school Um, and then after that it got a lot more enjoyable to read because I was like okay they're in a very serious intense um, like potentially life-threatening situation 
um, and getting to see like how they navigated it was really cool because it almost made me wonder like what would I do like if I was in that kind of situation with a bunch of other girls from my school just like on an island without being able to connect to home like how would I be able to get through that um so it was really cool to get introduced to the characters and like to see their relationship build um even though like they knew how intense things were um how competitive it could be to get supplies and things like that um so I'm loving the characters I want to see like how their friendships evolve. Um, I haven't gotten too far in yet, but they've teased a little bit like um, about like their um, potential like re uh, relationships and stuff like that. And I'd really love to see that unfold. Um, but yeah, it seems really exciting. So I, I don't read a lot of books that have like um, uh, kind of like a plot that promises like the, this much kind of action. And I'm kind of excited to see. Okay, so now that everyone has officially gone, um, this was like, I th that was our last question, by the way, if I did not already say that. Um, this was so much fun, guys. I really, really liked doing this. I liked it the first time we did it. I liked it this time that we did it. It's really, really fun. But I hope everyone agreed. It seems like everyone liked their book. Um, but yeah, it's super exciting. And I will definitely finish mine um because yeah I'm really really into it um yeah I have how much left I don't know I 500 pages was a lot midterm week so that's why that's yeah but it was definitely not for lack of enjoyment because it's definitely and I didn't want to rush through it either because I really wanted to enjoy it um because it, it really is so good I definitely want to read more about the author but anyway I hope everyone uh had a really great time with this um yeah and I hope listeners that you will consider doing this with your own family and friends because honestly this is this is really really fun um so yeah um but I think that's all we will obviously be taking next week off because you know um it's the holidays specifically Christmas next week but also there are other holidays happening around this time um yeah it's not a good time to to try to record an episode so we hope you all have a great holiday season we'll see you back in january um which is when we will officially not be part of um tab anymore because tab will not exist as we probably said before um more information about that will be forthcoming but yes um but yeah bye guys thank you so much for listening bye <laughs> To learn more about TAB, visit qrb.tumblr.com or qrbbooks.com. And check out QRB Teen on Instagram to see spotlights, promos, and more.